so, living a kingdom lifestyle. Matthew seven twenty four to 29 tells us we heard it yesterday. And we also heard that when the winds blew and the rain beat on the house that was built on the sand, it fell. Jesus is saying this is what it will look like if you decide to keep on deciding and following me. It's not one-off but a lifetime of choice and learning. And this is what distinguishes the path of a disciple. They're always at the feet of the master, learning of him like Mary. Luke 10, 38 to 40. Mary and Martha worship and serve. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. Martha, as we pointed out before, is your soul. She's always cumbered about with many things. But Mary, your spirit, sits at the feet of Jesus and learns of him. Which one's going to be in the ascendancy for you? Through Matthew 5, 6 and 7, Jesus has laid it out clearly what life in the kingdom should be like. Mary must have supremacy if we are to walk in this way. There's a place too for Martha or nothing practical would get done. Ideally, we should be a mixture of the two, fulfilling Romans eight fourteen, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God both hearing and doing. So Jesus says, this is what it will mean if you really want to follow me. No disgrace if you don't, it's up to you. But remember, it will be your loss if you decide the cost is too great. He's laid down how we will live our lives towards God and man in terms of the kingdom. If you follow my teaching, you'll be led by the Holy Spirit, become fully mature, fulfill your destiny and purpose and become like me, which is what I desire for you. It's my highest goal for you. We saw at the beginning that this isn't something we can do unaided in our natural man. That's why when he ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit. Without him, this is impossible, so don't even try. We need very significant help and with the aid of our guide, teacher and companion on the journey we can do this thing. Without him, zilch, nada, nothing. So we're brought back to the fact that without the baptism in the Holy Spirit we are powerless. That's why Pentecost happened. They were waiting in Jerusalem to be endued with power from on high. If you haven't got that power and you want to receive it more properly, him, there is one surefire way to do it. Do as they did. Wait. Wait with determination. I won't let you go until you bless me. Mean it. Desire it. Don't leave his presence till you get it. Because God will reward that diligent search for himself. He says so in Hebrews, Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's the beginning of your journey to the inner life of transformation and resurrection power as you partner with the Holy Spirit in your own personal growth process.